Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Air and Earth. Today I'm going to be talking about something that I think is super important. It's talked about a lot and I'm glad it's talked about a lot. It's self-love and I think sometimes people can be like, oh, it's cliche, oh, it's selfish, oh, why do we talk about it so much? Like, I hear that sometimes. I don't know if you do too, but I, for one, am freaking glad that we're talking about it because we've spent the last forever not talking about it. It's kind of a new uh, trend, but it's a it's a healthy trend, and I'm all about those healthy trends. So we're going to dive into that. Before we do, I want to read a review for you all. So this review is on iTunes from S. Dresher 24. I hope you're, I'm saying your name right. And it says, I really enjoy listening to Melissa. She seems so sweet yet wise and also a real searcher who wants to be the best version of herself. She wants to help others be their best version too. I'm learning things from her and you could too. Hashtag subscribe. Love that hashtag. <laughs> that is fun. So from now on, you all, I have a little gift if you all leave a review. So if you go to iTunes, for some reason on Spotify, you can't leave a review, but if you go to iTunes and you rate and leave a little blurb about what you think about the show, take a screenshot and then email it to me. My email is m-e-l-m-o-f at outlook.com. It's the first three letters of my first name and my last name and then outlook.com. So take a screenshot, email it to me, and I will send you a guided meditation that I have recorded as a thank you for leaving a review. So if you are thinking about it right now and you're like, I want to do that, pause this real quick and go do it. It'll take you like literally one or two minutes. And then yeah, shoot me an email and I will get that guided meditation to you. I also want to give you another thank you for being a listener to the show. If you are interested in my mindfulness guide, so I have a guided meditation album called Aaron Earth, also the name of this podcast, that comes with a PDF guide about the meditation practice. So how do we establish the practice? What are the benefits? What are the different forms of meditation? So I have that as well as the growth guide, which is a package that builds on that meditation album. It lays everything out in a 12-day program so you can start to hold yourself accessible for meditating and journaling and your own growth, like taking responsibility, taking your power back in your life. That is what that that guide and that program is all about. So if you want either of those things, you can enter the code PODCAST20 at checkout and you will get 20% off of either of those guides. So go check that out if those guides are calling to you. Last update I want to give you before we dive into the self-love episode is that I just want to remind you to check out my Iceland retreat coming up if you haven't already. We have a few spots still open and 
Yeah, so it's from October 10th through the 15th. It's with my friend Michaela Millington, who appeared on the show a couple episodes back. She's an incredible yoga teacher. I'm going to be leading more of the mind side of of yoga. So personal development, meditation, journaling. We're going to be doing all of these classes in freaking beautiful Iceland. We're going to be hiking, seeing the geysers and the waterfalls and the big open trenches and all the craziness that that is Iceland. So it's going to be a great trip. Check it out. We're going to have a lot of fun. Again, it's from October 10th through 15th. Please feel free to reach out to me with any questions and yeah, we'll, we'll get you signed up. We'll get you in one of those last few spots. Okay, now let's dive into this week's episode. So self-love is something that I used to really struggle with. Um, I really used to not love myself. I was very critical. I didn't like my body. I didn't see the good parts of myself. I just focused on the bad parts. It doesn't mean that the good parts weren't there. Like I, I really haven't changed a lot. I, I have changed, you know, in the past 10 years or so since I've been um, so committed to personal development and meditation and things like that. I have changed. But I think what's changed more is how I view myself and my kindness toward myself. So I used to be very focused on if I made a mistake or if I did something that was embarrassing or if I said something wrong or, you know, like I would laser focus on my flaws. I would just look for the difficult things going on in my life. And that was where a lot of my attention was. So over time, I learned to really shift my focus. And I did that through things like meditation, things like journaling. Mainly those two things um, helped me retrain the way I think. So I still... (laughs) I still have flaws. I still have struggles. I still, I have the same body that I've always had. Um, I still screw up. I still do embarrassing things, but I've really retrained myself to not worry about those things as much anymore, but to really, to really have kindness for myself and focus more on the things that I do well, my strengths. So like my kindness, my sense of humor, my silliness, my my ability to really go for the things I want, my ability to connect with people and really lift up those things and use those things in my life and continue to strengthen those things versus just using my energy to stew on and wish the parts of myself that are not so fun, wish that they were different because we can change things about ourselves, you know, like we can grow, we can become less angry, we can become less um, frustrated, we can become better communicators, we can become more open, we can, we can change ourselves, but it doesn't, we don't change ourselves by ridiculing ourselves, by forcing ourselves to change, we have to first accept what's going on. So acceptance is always the first, first, first step in anything, that self-awareness of what's going on. And we have to have this ability to say, okay, this is a part of myself. I don't necessarily like it, but that's okay. That's okay. I'm okay. My life is still good. 
it might be hard right now, or this might be difficult, but I know I can get through this. And over time, that builds up a resiliency. So having this ability that when tough times hit, or when something is going on with ourselves that maybe isn't so fun, or when, you know, as we age, when our body's changing, or if we're going through a period where, where we're not getting to do as much of the fun stuff or take care of ourselves as well as we usually do because we're busy, we build up this resiliency where we can say, I know this is going to pass. I know this is just temporary, that everything really is just temporary. And through that resiliency, we can then become stronger. We can become more and more likely to give ourselves that grace when we need it. And I think that's maybe the difference in, in self-love versus, like, um, I'm all about confidence, too. <laughs> you know, like, I, I want everyone to really be like, this is what I'm good at. This is what I want. This is what I deserve. And kind of put up blinders to what the world thinks about you. I think that's more confidence where self-love, and the two are totally connected too, by the way, self-love to me is more compassion toward yourselves, kindness to yourself. When things aren't hard, that's the most important form of self-love to me. And another thing about self-love is that ultimately it's going to make you kinder to yourself, but it's also going to make you kinder to other people. So if you have that grace and compassion with yourself whenever you screw up, whenever you get angry, whenever you do something that's embarrassing, you're going to have it with other people too. You're going to be able to make that connection that like, oh, I have these flaws. I accept them. I'm learning to take responsibility for them. So I can give that same grace to someone else. I don't have to fix everything for them. I don't have to be mad at them necessarily. I can just sit back and observe and accept it. I also don't have to take it in, you know, like I I don't I can set boundaries, but I I don't have to fix or try to control the situation or let it affect me or take it personally, you know? That's when you have that forgiveness with yourself and that kindness toward yourself, you can extend it to others when they're also maybe not on their best behavior, <laughs> you know? And that's the difference between loving yourself, self-love, and something like narcissism, you know, or um, vanity. So those things are blind to how others how others behave and how others feel or self-love is an extension and is completely connected to how others feel and how others behave. It is realizing that our connection with ourselves completely translate to how we connect with others where narcissism and vanity is shutting others out. And really those things are just an extension of feeling insecure. So it's a deepening of that hurt we feel within ourselves for the parts of ourselves that are not pretty or fun to look at. 
and it's putting up these, you know, vanity is like putting up this fake wall of like, I'm good, look at me, someone please give me attention because I'm hurting so much. And it's okay, we all have, you know, we all have our vain sides, I definitely do too. We all have bits of of these these shadows that we're that we're working through. Um, but self-love is not that. Self-love is pure. It is a pure forgiveness and kindness and appreciation of all parts of ourselves, all parts, and then knowing that we can give that to others as well. And so the healthy version of that is not one that sees that is just focused on our flaws that is just or just focused on our strengths it 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 sees ourselves in a more holistic way it sees how how having those tough times having those moments of frustration and when things aren't working out for us or when things are hard seeing how that is needed in life really for us to further decide what it is that we do want those moments if we decide we want them to can give us clarity and how okay here are some things I need to change to be a better partner or here are some things I need to change in my career to feel more fulfilled or here are some things I need to change to be a better mother but we have to come about it from the approach of I'm not changing because I hate who I was. I'm changing because I know I can be better for myself and for the lives of others around me. So when I teach Worthy, that's my two-month-long mindfulness course, we start out with with self-love every time. So this course is all about going after the things that you really want in life. So like the career that you want, your dream career, your, your relationships, traveling, getting the education you you want, and knowing that you're worth all of that. But it it first has to come from a place of of just wanting to feel good, you know? Like not doing it for anyone else, just doing it because it's what we really want and what the purpose that is is calling us, you know? Like we feel it in our heart that this is what we need in life. And ultimately what we need in life is what will help others as well. It's the same thing. But we start out with this this self-love practice for the first few weeks. You know, we we first identify what are these things that are that what are these shadows? What are these things that are holding me back? How can I set better boundaries? And then we we work into that forgiveness, you know, and that acceptance. And the forgiveness and acceptance is crucial. It's so crucial because we only have so much energy in life, right? We only have so much time. We only have so much, you know, so much physical energy. So how long we're like awake during the day, what we can do. And if we're using that time and that energy and our limited resources to continue thinking about the things that that we don't like about ourselves, you know, like the thoughts in our head are critical and, and we look in the mirror and we just think to ourselves, "Ugh, I need to work out. Or we, we lay in bed at night and we're like thinking through that thing we said earlier that day, you know, that was so dumb or we're stressing about all the stuff we need to do. And we're like, Ugh, I wish I had better time management skills. 
then that's less time and energy that you can give toward toward actually doing something about it, toward doing something that is kind for yourself, doing something that is kind for others. So we have to learn to shift our focus, to, to catch those thoughts, to catch when we look in the mirror and say something bad about ourselves, whether that be about our body or about the way we think or about our personality. We have to learn to catch them and retrain them. And it it can be very hard at first because we've been in this habitual pattern, right? Like the, the way you think, you you have habits that you have formed. and But if you just slowly start setting that intention, like today I'm going to catch myself. I'm going to think better think things about myself. I'm going to speak more kindly about myself. Then over time you'll notice it more and more and more and you'll you'll notice it more quickly too and you can stop yourself and be like oh <laughs> I don't do that anymore and redirect it redirect it start to see the good things start to focus on the parts of yourself you love start to focus on and if you're just starting out with like one or two things that you love yourself that's enough that's enough you don't have to you're not going to switch if you're in a place where self-love is really hard for you or you struggle with it here and there. It's not just going to like a flip is going to, a switch is going to flip. I was about to say a flip is going to switch. You know, a switch is not just going to flip and you're suddenly going to be like a self-love queen. It's going to take time and it's going to take practice. But over time and through practicing, you'll look back and you'll be like, dang, I have come so far in the way I think and the way I speak about myself and, myself and how I feel about myself. It just takes time. So... One thing I really suggest is journaling, like make gratitude lists about yourself. What do you love about yourself? Write them down, write them down. And then slowly over time, that energy will be more focused on the things you love about yourself. And you'll just like get this momentum going behind you where it's like, okay, we are, we are leaning into these better feelings, these better thoughts, these better words that I'm saying about myself. And that will radiate out into the lives of others. Like you'll be able to have, you'll be able to listen better to others because you're not thinking about, oh, what am I going to say next? Like I need to make sure that I look good when I speak. You'll, you'll actually be like present and thinking about what the, it is that they're saying. That'll improve relationships you'll start to feel more like you you deserve to have a career that you love. You you're like I don't want to go to work and just like sit there and be freaking drained and feel like I'm not making a difference. You'll start to learn what it is that your gifts are. Your the things you love to do, the things that you're good at, the things that help others. And by noticing those gifts, what you love, right? Like you can start to be like, okay, I want to build a career off of this and not necessarily a career. Like you don't have to like dive into a complete change, but you can maybe start to volunteer. You can maybe start to do extracurricular activities that, that use those gifts. And so it's more fun for you, more fulfillment for you, more connection for you. And, and through the entire process, you'll be helping others too. And you'll just have this sense of like, I'm doing something good in the world. I'm actually like making a difference here, even if it's in the life of just like one person, whether that be your partner or your child or whoever. So if this is something that is new to you or you're wanting to tap into more, 
there's a few things I suggest, and I've kind of already mentioned them, but journaling is huge, okay? So journaling is how you get from having something that's just like a floating thought to something that's tangible, to something that's really, really real. So if you start writing down, making lists of things that you like about yourself, then it's going to feel more real to you. You're going to be locking that thought into place and practicing that thought like like as if you were practicing a new swimming stroke, if you're a swimmer, you know? Like you have to f- make make it a physical, tangible thing. So write it down or speak it out loud. Affirmations. I'm a big believer in speaking aloud. You know, every morning I talk to myself pretty much and say, you know, here's, here's what I want my day to look like. Here's what I want my life to look like. Here's what I'm creating. Here's what I appreciate about myself. Here's what I appreciate about my loved ones. And it really just sets you into this flow of like, okay, I'm focusing on the good things. I'm focusing on the good things and more of those good things will come. And it will be easier to forgive those things that, that are, are difficult. Um, and then also, meditation. So meditation gives you that space to actually see what's going on in in your in your brain, you know? A lot of times we stay so busy, we stay so distracted. If we have a free 2 minutes and we're standing in line, we get on our cell phone. If we are walking around, we're listening to something like maybe a podcast like this podcast. We're listening to music. If we are if we have some free time at night, we read a book or we watch a movie or we watch TV, which all of those things are good. All of those things are needed. I love movies. I love watching TV. I love podcasts. But we, we need to allow gaps. We need to give ourselves space. Otherwise, we're just completely shutting off that connection we have to ourselves, that connection that, that tells us who we are and what we need to work on and what what it is we're actually wanting to create, that that intuitive power, that voice that lives inside us that can lead us to a place of feeling better in our lives. So meditation is saying, okay, this is me connecting to myself. This is me giving myself space and time to, to just be with myself. And you'll hear the thoughts that come up. You'll, you'll just, you'll witness them, you know, and that will show you the things that you can start to let go of those limiting beliefs, those, those, that habitual patterned cycle of, of criticism. And when it pops up, that's time for forgiveness, right? So that's time to just say, okay, I'm letting this go. It's not time to be like, oh, why do I think this about myself? Just let it pop up, say, oh, there's that thought that I think all the time. And then just let it go on its way. No judgment, no pressure. Don't try to force other thoughts. Just let yourself be as you are in that moment. And over time, if meditation is hard for you, just do it for two minutes. Two minutes. You can do it for two minutes. And that's enough. And start to build your way up until you can do 10, 15, 20 minutes, you know? And it'll be easier to sit with yourself as you work through this process of of learning to love yourself more because you'll learn to really like yourself and enjoy that time. And it will be something that's that brings a lot of value to your life. So it'll be something that you look forward to, not like this like 
frustrating chore and like, I'm going to make it through these two minutes. You know, it'll be something like, mm, I think I'll stay here a little longer because it feels nice. So try those things. Um, of course, if you need extra support, I would advise you to check out my guides. They're, they're easy to work through. They're low cost. I mean, like, with the discount code podcast 20, the guided meditation album is the price of two coffees. If you want to dive deeper and get the growth guide that has reading exercises, growth exercises, and journaling props, it's the cost of like, you know, like a week's worth of coffees. So ask yourself, like, is this is this important to me? Is this something that I need to be, I need to be putting my energy into? Like I deserve to invest in myself, even if it's just like this little bit, I deserve to invest in my mental health and how I feel about myself and to get support and to ask for help when I need it. And that's part of self-love too, is knowing when it's time to be like, I need to be open to receive in this moment. I need to ask for support. I, I owe it to myself to get myself this thing that I know is going to help, whatever that is for you. And you'll know by the way it feels. You'll know by how it resonates. It's the same thing with my course. Like You'll, you'll just know if it's for you. And then in that moment, you can't really hold yourself back. An act of self-love is taking that step for yourself, is showing up for yourself no matter what it is. And if you know it's for you, there's going to be these little voices in your head that are talking to you about how you shouldn't do that, how you don't have enough, how you don't have enough time, you don't have enough money, how, how why would should you deserve that if other people don't? But you have to let yourself fill your cup in whatever way that is for you, whether you're taking yourself out to a nice meal or going to get a yoga class or taking yourself on a walk or taking five minutes at work because you feel stressed, you have to let yourself fill that cup so that you can be better, you can be more generous, you can be kinder to others. We have to be kind to ourselves so we can be kind to others. That's how we lift each other up. That's that's the only way that, that the world is going to get better, by continually forgiving ourselves and and knowing that we're doing enough and stepping into who we really want to be and showing up for ourselves so we can do the same for others and so we can inspire others to do the same. So I hope this talk has been helpful for you all today. You know I love you a lot. (laughs) Um, Like I mentioned in the beginning, please leave a review, send me a screenshot, and I will send you a guided meditation. Just email it to me and I love you all, and I hope you have a great day. Ah, Happy Monday, or whatever day it is that you're listening to this. Okay, bye!